Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club podcast. Don't even know what episode number it is. I think we've reached the point where we've recorded like so many episodes that it's just irrelevant until we hit like big numbers. Like, what's our next big number? 120, maybe. The numbers are so high. <laughs> it's one fi- we're just going 50. Yeah, once we hit 150. Today, we got so much to talk about, and we got a very special guest. Just a couple of things. First off, we, uh, we're currently working through a little soundboard. So maybe some sound effects will go off, maybe not. Uh, one of the ones that I put on there, just because I really wanted to reshare it with everyone, is our new intro song, which I have to apologize the fact that it's not our intro song yet. The reason for that is that we are currently making a video for it. So very shortly, very shortly, we'll have this beautiful Coffee song, Club. Nick Harris, <laughs> back in action as our intros. But right now we still just have the... Uh, yeah, I was standing one, so yeah. Should we just listen to it, I guess? Yeah. Boys from Coffee Club. Boys from Coffee Club. We're actually a we're a country music podcast. <laughs> some bluegrass, some bluegrass <laughs> themes. It hits. So if you're watching, you already know we have a special guest on today, Jamie Laverty, who. Thanks, <laughs> guys. <laughs> special friend of the podcast, Jamie. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I could do it myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, I, I moved here about three years ago and I probably beat you boys by about a year, right? When did you move here? Uh, middle of COVID, so 2020. So same time Ollie and I yeah. and George. Yeah, 20, yeah we moved we in like moved June. Same time. Yeah, it was pretty simple. Yeah, about the same time. It was. How fortuitous. <sighs> yeah, move here. live here with another Aussie, Matt Carlson. If any Aussie followers, a couple of them will know him. Um, Jamie's Australian, if that yeah. wasn't clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. I don't know, do people Spoiler. pick you guys pretty easy? Not me. They no, do more. My, my parents. My parents were here. They picked me up way more. I noticed. Yeah. That sounds like they were picking up your parents. Yeah. <laughs> your dad's got a, but, got a strong one. But, uh, but I had people, <laughs> people asking me, like, oh, where are you from? So Fair. they were picking up me, but I think having more Aussies around you makes it people more it's inclined very obvious. to ask. It feels so They had better. a lot of people come up and ask me, where are you from? It's like, I just said Boulder. And they didn't like that joke. So I said, oh, I'm from Australia. <laughs> I live in Boulder. So oh, Everyone always says British or like South African or New South Zealand. South African I got multiple times when I was in Ned. Yeah. And yep. Australians like last. Yeah. Always. No, but the thing is that I knew you weren't a Kiwi because Kiwis sound weird. So that's, that's, what, what, they that's what they said. That's what they said. So I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll take that then. I will guess I'll take South African. Mm. Well, Jamie, you sound very Australian, Thanks, I would man. say, compared to us. Oh, so. I'm from the country. Easy well, to pick. I know you're a coast boy. I'm a coast boy. You're yeah. city boy. City boy. Where are you You're from? A country boy. I'm from Dolby. It's like three hours inland from Brisbane. And then yeah. I went to school in Brisbane. So. Is that the outback yet or not quite? I reckon you hit Dolby and then it's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that's probably there. that's probably what every town says though. Like like there's probably a town that's half an hour to Brisbane and they say yeah. If you go past us, like, it's pretty brutal. And then there's a town yeah. an hour away who says, like, if you go past us, it's pretty brutal. And then you get to three hours away. Well, I would actually say anything from Toowoomba, which is, like, the Great Dividing Range, anything downhill from there is, like, pretty... Pretty downhill. Pretty and yeah. which side of that are you? I'm on the inland side. Oh, of, okay. The, yeah, the range is, like, an hour in. That's where Patina's from. He's mm-hmm. from Toowoomba. And then it mm-hmm. goes anywhere from in there is just red dirt and cotton and sheep and emus. <laughs> <laughs> Even Sounds pretty it. sweet, actually. It's, it's a good place to grow up, but then I... I left when I was 13, so I think if you stay any longer, it might get a little bit... You kind of stay there, I think. All my mates are still there that did stay there. So you did boarding school, similar to George? My mum moved up with me because I swam like an hour away from my school, so I had to do the commute. Nice, nice, nice. And yeah, Jamie's going to be joining us as a bit of a co-host. I think still we'll uh, 
talk a bit about him so people can get to know him a bit better. So we, Jamie and I go in some ways pretty far back because I think yeah. we first would have met each other when I was about 14, probably training in Falls Creek. Falls Creek, yeah. Jack Curran probably introduced <laughs> us. <laughs> there was, I just remember there was a really big contingent of like Queensland guys and they were like yeah. kind of cool. <laughs> you, well, you guys had a lot of fun because a lot of the people training up in Forest Creek are pretty serious. Not that you guys weren't serious, but you guys were <laughs> yeah, had a good fun. friendly bond. Yeah, I think I met you, Stewie, at the same time. Yeah, Stewie was probably five foot two back then. Yeah, so I was probably five foot one then. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> I think he had me covered. But we see you running around often. Yep. I mean, you you work like full time work, yep. etc. Here, that's how you make a living. But we also see you running. You coach by. Yeah, coached by Will Lear. Will Lear. It's yep. just, just me on the squad now. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging in it's there. pretty lonely. There was just a video of you like two days ago running with someone on yeah, the track. Yeah, Brian Lama's jumped in. I don't know if you know him. He's Is he not on the squad? No, he's just coming back from like, he started to do triathlon. He's like a 402 like four miler and 1355k guy and he was, just wanted someone else to jump in. So he, he helped out. It was like a big session. So we got someone to jump in. Mm-hmm. But he what? might jump in from now on, which is good. And what then is, sometimes jump in and jumps in. What's a Will Lear big session? That one was five sets of five 400s with 100 float in like 30 seconds and then just start at 75s down to, we got down to 64. But it was it was just that like a long, one. boring session. But it was good to have someone there for the first time in like a while. Mm-hmm. That one would be tough on my own. Yeah. yeah. Nice. When I saw you running uh, a week ago, I ran with you for a little bit. I, I had a couple of questions because that's kind of like when I was like, oh, it'd be sweet to have him on the pod. I was... First off, I have to mention, he was he had headphones on, which was <laughs> sick. Not like AirPods, actual headphones. Yeah, big boys. Listen to a podcast, and he said, he said, yeah, I'm listening to my favorite podcast, the Inside Running Podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, no offense, <laughs> <laughs> which completely fine with. I mean, they shout out to those guys. Those guys have been doing it for. You guys are close second for a long time. That's and then and then there's Brett and Joel for the kudos just after you boys. And then appreciate that. What's yeah. number four? I don't know. I kind of used to like listen to um, what's your Josh, Josh Kerr, your mate, ah, uh, Sidney Kicks, a bit, but now it's just Ribich, which is he's still pretty good. But uh, it's Wait, good so to have Josh a bit of banter. I, I just listened to it yesterday with the Zaya Harris interview, and um, yeah, it's just Dave at the moment. Uh, I think Josh is too busy. Yeah, his his schedule's pretty booked up, I think. But I like two people on the podcast. Like one person gets a bit tough. Yeah, yeah. works well. But the other main thing, it kind of just made me wonder, is like. Running to us means something very specific. I was wondering, like, I'm always so impressed when I see you out there. Like, you, you, you do it all. Like, you do the running, but also you spend a lot of time, like, you've been injured a lot cross-training. What is it that kind of, to ask a more deep question, what does running mean to you, like, in your life right now? I guess just trying to achieve, I guess I, guess I started, I've, I've always been an athlete, like, high-achieving swimmer. So I've always, was always trying to be at a certain level. Um, and then I kind of flipped from swimming to running at, like, 17 and then always just wanted to still achieve at that kind of high level for myself so at the moment I mean I'm way too gone to do anything with it but still want to try and get some pretty shiny pbs eventually and then I'm done I don't really enjoy being sore and waking up like sore every day and doing it alone so once I'm done I'm just gonna surf play golf do all those things but that's our plan as well yeah yeah like I don't do it too much for enjoyment but I love I just want to race so get back into racing so and Mm -hmm. Will's pretty good with for that so hopefully in a month or so, we start racing, and you know, if I start to run bad, then I'm 100 percent done. If I start to run, <laughs> run pretty good, then I'll probably do it for another year or two. Nice. And then the other aspect of running that I wanted to ask you about is as a fan. Like you're someone who I would say is a very 
good fan. And you have a bit of a different position position to a lot of people because you know a lot of really good runners on a personal level. Mm-hmm. But you're the type of person who I see at big meets. I know you've popped up like at a bunch of meets that these guys have been in as well. Um, you go to yeah. Diamond Leagues, etc. Yeah. Is there what is it that keeps you so invested in the sport as a fan? Is it that you know people, or do you really just love? I'd fo- say yeah, probably that. I I think seen these boys at the pre classic, I think, and then I hoped I was going to see you in Lausanne or one of your boys, but I went there to see Stewie, so it's kind of a good way to see some other mates. Like Stewie's a good mate of mine, um, and also I just love traveling with like a purpose of doing that. And the, the Diamond League races were incredible over in Europe, like so much better than the one in in uh, pre classic. Really, the atmosphere. It's just the atmosphere was. Pre-classic is no good, surprise there. but the stadium's like kind of empty at mm. pre-classic. <laughs> but the Diamond League in Europe is incredible. It's like a soccer soccer game. There's VIP, there's drinking. It's yeah, it's crazy. Every time these guys raced at one in Europe, I think in the recap that would be one of the things that would be said is the atmosphere was amazing. Why don't yeah. we get that in the US? We need to find a way. Yeah, I mean they had like the Zam on those fireworks and everything at the end. Stewie come and sat down with us, and it was just awesome. It was, yeah. yeah, good vibe. Amazing and awesome cities like you just train it and bust it everywhere yep. they yeah they really are we Oops, need more so fans you. like Jamie <laughs> but it's, I think the biggest thing is I know a lot of like, these kind of guys and you and yeah. it's yeah and especially Stewie Stewie's so fun to hang out with at these meets mm-hmm. well hopefully I, I don't think it'll ever be quite the same as you but hopefully maybe social media can help to I, if people become more attached to the athletes through their personalities in the way that you are then it does become a lot more of an entertaining thing to go and watch them compete as well. So hopefully yeah, it can continue to happen, I guess. I reckon Australia's a bit different too. Like we get Falls Creek and it's like a boulder, but... Much smaller community. Smaller, but you'll get like 200 people at a 1K rep session and everyone's running with Stewie, Collis, Benny Saint, all those boys. So it's like you just really get to mix with everyone. And I think that's where I started to fall in love with it. Like I, mm-hmm. when I first went to Falls Creek, I was still a swimmer. So I didn't even... I didn't know. I didn't even know who Craig Motram was. And then I went there and Craig actually drove me down the hill to swim with him. And I was, my mates were so upset, but it was like, I was like, dude, this is a really cool sport. Yeah. Yeah. Similar. I think we've all had kind of similar like moments in our careers. Like I, for me, Falls Creek was very similar where just making a lot of more friends in the sport really just made me, and yeah, especially the fact that a lot of these people were amazing, inspirational athletes really made me fall in love with it so much more and want to do it for the rest of my life I guess but yeah yeah, now hopefully everyone knows Jamie and uh, we're going to roll into kind of some topics today a bit more of the normal show first off a couple of things which I forgot to say in the beginning one we do have the competition announcement winner for the Gus 2.0 which will be coming at the end of the episode so stay tuned for that this is the only one of those no there's multiple (laughs) there's multiple Gus there's only one Gus 1.0 only one giveaway only one but multiple Gus 2.0 we're only giving away one at this episode. So good. Yeah. <laughs> He's pretty cute though. I praise. Uh, I, I am supposed to say like, comment, subscribe, leave a review if you listen on Spotify, Apple, etc. Uh, helps us grow, helps us take over the world as we always say. And I think that's it for the uh, pre-show stuff. We do have some coffee cauldron coming in later as well thank you so much to everyone who submitted to that we're very excited to get to those but first we do have just kind of some usual uh topic stuff well i guess not usual because it's been a really long time since we've had many just like running topics to talk about and the first one which we wanted to chat about a little bit was our old friend donovan brazier do you guys see the news no. i did i wonder <laughs> if ollie's aware of the news because currently he's available he's an available athlete and we got available coach like, right here. Donovan Brazier is looking for a coach. <laughs> really? Yeah, I heard a rumor. I didn't know what 
what was happening there. And Ollie's available. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty nervous now. Has he reached out to you, Ollie, or anything <laughs> like that? Donovan, Donovan Blazer, as I like yeah. to call him. Um, no, he hasn't, unfortunately. Um, but I would love to coach him. <laughs> I mean, the the one thing that was quite sad was that I didn't I didn't actually know about it until Morgan mentioned it pre-show, and I was on my phone quick looking at Twitter, and I saw the comments from a Jonathan Gold Goldbladder uh, post, and it was pretty sad because a lot of people were like, "This is this is devastating." And one of the you know more generational talent, and he's had another surgery on his left leg, I think. And well, he, he hasn't retired. No, but like just just his, his career so far for the talent that he is, it's quite devastating to see somebody with so much potential to create um, pretty pretty amazing performances is dealing with such adversity so far, particularly with a brand like Nike. You would expect Nike to drop the ball on somebody as talented and a generational talent, I would call him, particularly with the way he performed in Doha. Like 2019-800 uh, final in Doha. If you guys haven't watched it, I'm sure a lot of people have, but it's a pretty incredible race to watch. Amazing. And he looked like he was going to win every single race he entered in for the next yeah, five to ten years. Yeah, he won that so easy. Yeah, it looked incredible. So, like, an athlete like that should be being nurtured, and it, see, it feels like he hasn't. So, if he wants some <laughs> nurturing, if he wants to have a cuddle, then he can come and coach, go, get coached by, by a whore. Where's he living right now? That's, that's I don't know. But there's always been questions of if he ever actually lived in Portland or if he just lived in Michigan or Florida. Yeah, damn. There's always been questions. Because Raven Rogers lives in Texas, right? She doesn't live I'm in not Portland. Sure. Austin, I think, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I would love to coach him because I would love to have that comeback story. I would take it. You like to be attached to that. Yeah, I like to be attached to it. I'd take, I'd take credit for. It. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. do it. I mean, I think the one thing that Donovan probably needs is just a bit of bit of TLC. And <laughs> who who was better than TLC was Mick Byrne, and he gave me a lot of TLC when I was in college. And I felt like I could I could uh, transfer that. To, to Donovan but um, you've I'd talked before about the training plan that you would give him yeah. and I think it was like half running half fishing yeah <laughs> I want him to have his love for life and enjoy his process but I also want him to be able to train I did see that Goldbladder said that um, he's like half half running half back into running I, I, he's not back to full running not but he's back running. full running but is which training is, which is great level. which is great but I, that gives me the question is if he's back to running and he's at that stage he's getting coached by someone else maybe which is a bit disheartening Surely he is. Mm. It, the late, well, but he's not with Nike anymore. He no, is. No, he, he is. is with Nike. He's oh, just okay. not with Union. Yeah, yeah. He, he got off the United uh, we got off Airlines to, we, plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We made it confusing there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, he's just left. He's just left. He's okay. just left the uh, UTI track club. But like, There's so many people up in the air right now. Well, particularly with Nike athletes, yeah. yeah. And, well, and it's a bit, bit sad. But I, I think I also maybe he could go to Utah. What would he do in Utah? Graham Fisher. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Graham Fisher to Utah? Let's confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> is he? Is Graham Fisher based in Utah? I had a dream Utah? last night that Graham Fisher was in Utah and he was training with another very big individual with Nike. Um, Are you yes. sure? Was that a dream or <laughs> did you just remember that someone told you that? <laughs> I was going to say it's a dream so that I don't get in trouble. <laughs> but I, I I believe I had a, um apparition. Is that what I think one of them posted that they were there. Yeah. I don't think it's like a secret. I think it's like open news. Isn't Central news. always there? Yeah, yeah. If it's open news, that's great. Yeah. He's there training Utah. Love to see Donovan there with him. And then <laughs> Just put him up to altitude. <laughs> yeah. What he needs is more American record holder and the 600 meter <laughs> like world record holder. But I, think. Is he he hold, I feel like he holds the world record in the six or something, doesn't he? Him and Grant. Indoors. Indoors, I think he Do you think there's enough fishing? 
in Utah? Oh, probably. Surely. There's got to be lakes yeah. up there. Yeah. He can I, also I mean, you know where there's good fishing? Where? Boulder. There is. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Yeah. I if you drive up Boulder the mountain, Creek. there's some good places you can fish in the Boulder. <laughs> no, you can go fly I'm fishing. Hey, you guys aren't helping me in no, there is catching this big fish. Maybe you should move to him. Mm. Huh? I think you're going to have to. You might have to move to Florida. Oh, uh, so I just resign from OIC. Then. You're going to have to be <laughs> well, flexible. We've oh. gone to Florida before. It's not unheard of for us to be training there. Yeah, but remember what happened. <laughs> I imagine we came, we came back <laughs> war struck. I imagine he has a fairly generous coaching stipend. Oh, from yeah. Nike. Yeah. Yeah. You would so, think. So George is pushing me I'll out take of retirement and I'll, I'll take, take that, that stipend. <laughs> if I had to get. Yeah. I think you should at least reach out to him just with an offer. Yeah, I could. But coaching. also that coaching staffman could be depleted because he has not raced in a very long time. Yeah, I don't know how that works. But, yeah. Anyway, Ollie. Donovan, call me. Yeah. <laughs> Did he race trials last year? No, nah, he's been super That's injured. Good. He, he got surgery. His last surgery was July of last year. I don't know if he's raced since. Has he raced since literally the Olympic trials? I, I can't think of if he tried to come back the next season or not. I know the the Olympic trials, for those who don't remember, was the really tragic one where there were questions going into it because he hadn't looked quite as good, but nothing had been confirmed. And then the last 200, he was just limping bad. And then that's when it was like, and shit. Every he was racing on a broken foot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Every round as well, he was wearing a different spike and yeah. people were like trying to figure out why is he doing this. It's literally so he could like try and feel <laughs> something else. Try and not feel terrible. Yeah, try and not feel like I shit. So. Just a story of absolute, um, there's a word for it. The biggest ups and the biggest downs, I guess. Mm. It would be a legendary redemption story if he yeah. gets back to. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay, like world championship. I'd be form. the best coach for him, but <laughs> do you reckon Ritz could be a good coach for him if you put um, Ritz Ritz and Hein on the you Michigan boy? You know, Michigan <laughs> boys can bro out. Does Ritz know Ritz know much about fishing? Uh, that's, that's, that's a good crazy. question. He feels like somebody that should know. I could see Ritz with one of those fucking fishing hats, <laughs> see in the corner. <laughs> The I, lake. I think don't pull too hard. I the thing is, I don't know if I do agree with Ollie in this or not. I can't like. No, I'm saying. Do you think? I'm no, not no. Saying, I was gonna say. Do you think Ritz would be? A good I was coach? gonna say. I was gonna say your point that he's should be really easy to coach. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't agree with that? I'm not sure if I do or not. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I'm just trying to think because, like, and on one hand, you think about it, you're like, this guy runs 30 miles a week. Mm. How hard can that be? But then, but then you also think, well. He does probably does very specific do speed. Way? There's two training. sides of the coin, though. I think the more someone runs, the easier they are. To yeah, coach. that's that's kind of. Would you do it that way? Would There's you try and go long coin, and come back? You can't I'd keep him down. You call, yeah. You're talking about do you as a coach. You're coaching him for 30 miles, but as a as a mentor, you have that whole other 80 percent. You're coaching him 24 on. hours a day. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, he's probably one of those athletes that like some of the most talented people in the world have their demons, and I'm sure that like there's a lot of shit that he has to deal with that a coach may not be qualified for. But I'll be qualified for it. So I'll fucking do it, all right? I'll fucking go out and fish with him. I'll have a cup of coffee or tea, whatever you drink, whatever you fancy. Have a chat. Maybe you feel good. And then that 30 miles will take care of itself. It's just about maybe <laughs> him him being in a good space overall. And I feel like with um, uh, United Emirates Airlines, he just wasn't ever in a good spot there. You well, should go down to Rinaldi. He's got a good... Real go good down to Australia. Well. Yeah. That is probably one of the perfect coach... Squad, real low him. volume. Is that Peter Bolton? Yeah, man, yeah, really imagine specific. them training together. Living Joe Jang, they'd yeah. be fucking ridiculous. You know who he coaches? Oh, I don't know if this is public knowledge or not. Mm. Should I say it anyway? Eight hundred guy. Eight hundred guy. He coaches the French Georgia guy. kid. Will? The Will. 
some the one that Will went pro Will Winters. Oh wow, Will Summers. Remo- like he's still remotely, living in America. Yeah. I think remotely. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, isn't that? I cool? didn't know that. That's a good squad though. Yeah, be good for Brazier. Yeah, has so. Will Winters gone pro? He went pro last year. For Adidas. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember now. He, he was freshman too, wasn't he? Yeah, amazing. He had one of those crazy races uh, at NCAA's. Everyone was like, "Damn, that's pretty." Uh, Pretty wild. Yeah. Hmm. But all you've sold me, I think you should take over as Donovan's <laughs> coach. And I do think he has, yeah, such potential for an amazing redemption story, which he has done multiple times before. If you guys remember, he he ran 143. He's, a, he's actually done this so many times. Like in college, he did it multiple times. Where indoors. He looked amazing. And then I think maybe he got beaten in the final. I can't remember that one. But then outdoors, he ran 143, broke the world junior record, and then he went pro. And then I think he got knocked out in the rounds of the Olympic trials. Like he's had, he's had like so many like of these like little redemption arcs. So uh, hopefully he is able to push on and and we can see him on top again because, yeah, as we've all said, he's at his at his best or just at healthiness. He's just so amazing to yeah. watch. Lovely man to watch. Such a joy. Makes you really appreciate just the the sport. I think. So why you're on eight hundred? Did you hear? Was it with Sidious May that talked about Rye Benjamin? He said he would run a one forty four. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean the fact that he does he the four hundred hurdles, yeah. But still, like, there's such a big difference. Well, I was listening to, to Isaiah Harris said someone who was a hurdler went a one forty three. I think as an eight, changed eight hundred went one forty three or one forty four. So who was that? I don't know who it was. That's I was just listening to a podcast about it. <laughs> and as I and he was like, yeah, right, I could do it for sure. I don't know. He's pretty freaking good. Yeah. I mean, I I I would like to see it. Yeah. I'll yeah. believe it when I see it. Yeah, he's has Rye Benjamin. Is he pretty fast over like the one hundred or the two hundred? I think he's super quick. His two inches got to be pretty good. Yeah, I think he was he was on a relay, wasn't he? Yeah, he's four by four. Always oh, on the four by four. Was he on something shorter than a four by four ever? Maybe, maybe the two hundred. The better he is at the one hundred, I would say the less. That's like the only thing I would oh, go sure. off. Yeah, I, I would say that. the less likely he could carry through for an eight hundred. But a pretty big boy. So he hopefully, is. he's really bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. But I mean, he's been taking up endurance sports. He, he took up cycling in the off season, yeah, which was hilarious. I, I actually can't believe that he did that. I don't know if if bad everyone respect, saw that. Bad it's respect. so dangerous. It is. Was like, he doing crit cycling? He wasn't doing crits like them. He was just doing like, I think he was just doing like casual, like bunch. Like Couple of hour rides. Group rides, which group rides, which is like, if you're, a, I don't know how much of, I think he was relatively a beginner. I think that's Yeah, you dangerous. come off on those. It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of respect for him not giving a fuck and just doing that going into an Olympic year. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the next topic, I don't know if any of you guys would have seen this because I only saw this because I went on Let's Run to farm some topics for the podcast today. Did you guys see the joke that Very Nice Track Club made? On New Year's Eve. About Willis? About Nick Willis. It's like 22 years of supporting a team or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I Almost got me. I'm really confused as to how we all missed this on Instagram, like how it wasn't sent into our group chat. And maybe it was and we just didn't see it, but... Probably wasn't funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how... You know how he did the, like, midnight thing? Mm. A couple of years ago, yeah. A couple of years ago. It was as if like they We're talking about the mile, right? Yeah. The break to to keep his streak of sub four miles going. But I was confused with something else. Did he get it (laughs) last year? I guess he didn't last year. No, it was two I think he he got it in twenty two. I guess if he did it on December thirty first last year. Is that the joke they were making? So they they posted this joke where it was it was like this is an April Fool's joke, but it's I guess a New Year's Eve joke or a New Year's joke. So it didn't land because (laughs) it's not April. Where it had a big graphic and it had 
22 years or whatever the year would have been if he had broken four last year. And then it, in small under, it had like years of supporting the Detroit Pistons. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that okay, that's, got me. that's kind of funny. But yeah, I, I didn't see it. <laughs> has he really been supporting the... He is pretty, I guess maybe. I don't know how many years he has he has supported them for, but he's pretty avid if you follow him how on many, Twitter. How many years has he supported the All Blacks, George? Probably zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, since his birth. Yeah, I think sure. you have to. <laughs> he seems like an American. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Like that's I, why I said zero. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you, George. I think uh, he's just too American. He would go back when he was actually a pretty good pro and do so I guess stints in New Zealand, mm. which always impressed me. He was really good at going didn't back. He, and didn't he used to run really ridiculous races there by himself? He just do like those grass races. And yeah. he'd run nationals a lot, which was cool. Yeah. Respect. No, he was good that. at going back. So that's not yeah. easy to do. But he loves. He loves the US. That is. I guess now that it is January, that that record is up for grabs. It has yeah. now been the sealed at Oh, the consecutive years? Yeah. Mm. We better start. I don't know who's... I wonder who's like on... Uh, like, Sidious who's Mac the did highest? Post, they did, They did they? post one. Who's yeah. on track? It'll be uh, Cam Myers. Cam Myers has got a great Cam start. <laughs> he has got Cam a good Myers start, start, early. start They put me on the track. Well, probably Yucca. What are you at? Uh, I you can't remember, at. but there's like... Well, there's was the first people, like, they just put notable names and they put me for one. I wasn't one of the highest. Um... You I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Prekel is pretty high. Yeah, I um, believe that. I'm pretty sure Gregoric uh, was there. pretty high. It's like all those guys that you always see like super consistent. Yeah. I I can't remember all the names, but the guys you're like, oh, of course, like this guy is like. They're Julian Oakley track. in New Zealand just hit ten this year. Wow, oh, yeah, it's very impressive. It's cool. Did he yeah. go to Providence? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Nick Carlio. Yeah, yes. I keep hearing his name, <laughs> but I don't know who he is. New Zealand runner. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, you must be. You must have broken it the first time. In which year? We, we should be able to college, out. Nashville or somewhere, wasn't it? I when, you guys always we were, about when it. I was staying at that creepy place. Oh yeah, that was twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. I believe. So I think it's five years. Seven. <laughs> twenty twenty seventeen. Did you break it the next year? Seventeen. As long as you yeah. did it every year since, it should be seventeen. Seven. <laughs> seven. So only. 15 yeah. to go. <laughs> you can do it. How old am I that's now? That's ridiculous. So that is crazy when you put it in that perspective. <laughs> yeah, there's no way so I'm what, getting that. So how old was Nick when he first did it? He's like 18, I think. It was yeah. something like, yeah. I think it was 18. He was just amazing the whole time. Yeah. What that's about Legat? Th- how long did he do it? I didn't quit till must it was like 50. A, yeah, he must, have, he must have had a long one as well. Yeah. Unless he missed a year in the middle he, of injury. He, he could have easily missed one. How old was Willis when he did the last one? Late 30s. 37, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's 30, that's really yeah. impressive to run that. No, it must quickly have been older if he did it when he was 18. It must have been 39. Yeah. One crazy stat with Nick Willis is that he was so good when he was 18, but then he didn't run his PBs until above 30, mm. which I feel like is pretty rare in the mid distance. So events. he was a good freshman? He was an amazing freshman. He was an amazing high schooler. Amazing yeah. freshman at Michigan. Has he got the age group records in New Zealand? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Probably, um, Sam Tanner might have got him. I think Tanner broke uh, most of them. Yeah, yeah, he was broken pretty damn quick as a junior as well. I guess he's actually he's probably got a good shot at it. <laughs> yeah, Tanner's probably at quite a few already. Mm-hmm. He's a youngin, and he's one of those guys that definitely would like monitor that. He's got enough energy to go until he's forty. <laughs> like he's got a ball of energy, that guy. Yeah. All right, that was <laughs> so. Thanks, thanks Willis. For so did we enjoy so, that joke or not? I don't uh, know. I, it was okay. Uh, to be honest. Good for them. I you think, know, is it just making fun of the Pistons? Because that's kind of funny. And making fun of Nick Willis for supporting <laughs> like a terrible team, I think. But he could honestly support the All Blacks as one of the greatest rugby teams ever. But, you know, whatever. Didn't get the win this year, though. 
No. Right, right. South Africa. <laughs> cricket, had a ba- cricket had a bad one too, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> guess who won that? <laughs> yeah. hey. We were watching All Blacks and he was like, yeah, New Zealanders are in front, Australia's back in fifth, and we come back they and were. won it. <laughs> I love that we won that because I'm pretty sure we were, we were close to getting knocked out, right? Yeah. yeah. Classic. <laughs> it wasn't that close. Universe come later. on. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Did you guys see the track and field news world rankings this year? No. Nor did I. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great podcast. We're just really covering all those uh, those well, topics. The thing is, my my point of putting this in the notes is less about the actual rankings themselves and more about how sad it is that like no one cares about them. And that I literally went to click on them and they put the rankings behind a paywall. You have to subscribe. subscribe. Oh, it's a subscribe. It's a scri- subscription. Um, and I'm just like on IWF. No, it's track and field news. Oh, okay. Like and a, they wonder why the sport is failing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, like, they just wonder why. Like, why are we not getting like the support and the funding we need? Maybe because you guys are fucking idiots. It's like I understand if you put your more niche or more like kind of serious, yeah, like like, right like, like athletes addresses. Like, put yeah. that behind a paywall. Put other stuff. Subscription. If you want George Beamish's address, you have to pay a subscription. Okay. Yeah, good but if you want to see where George Beamish ranks in the steeplechase, you should be able to fucking access it. Yeah, that should be for everyone. You should yeah. be trying to get as many people on your website just looking at that as possible because. I honestly didn't don't care enough to pay to see who the top ten people are, but it yeah. would have got me no to spend some like time on your website. Dollars, it's something ridiculous, yeah. like a hundred dollars a month or something. So yeah, that's um, tough. Mercury was ranked first in the five k. So you paid. Yeah, <laughs> I do. The only thing that was free is you could see who the first person was. Okay, who was first in the fifteen? I actually, I don't know if you saw at the bottom. I found a, I found an illegal screenshot. George. No. George. Um, Prior to the pod, just so we could have some context <laughs> on it. But they, they're like the original track and field rankings since like 1940-something. Used yeah. to be like massive. They've had the rankings every single year. And now we have two sets of rankings because the world ranking system, like the point system was introduced, mm. I don't even know, a couple of years ago now? Yeah, probably. 2020 maybe? I can't remember. I think bef- before the, before Tokyo. Before Tokyo started. 2020. Yeah. But those rankings are like objective points based and then track and field news is like a panel or something yes yeah, oh, a little okay. more subjective which in some ways can can it, like that at times can be better this is just I, their ranking yeah, well, that, because yeah. i think i was liked by that panel because i think i got a ranking higher than what you I pretty high for, <laughs> athletics i think yeah. i was fourth so you've got them illegal? i do have yeah only the men though okay is there any of interest well the fact 15. that mocatea is ranked first in the five having never beaten jacob in a 5k Ever. But how is he, he? Did he win a 5K? Yeah, he won. Jingi's the two time defending world champ. That is odd. Is, is it based on his time? Well, Mogatia won in Florence, no? He did. So he beat Without almost Jingi. everyone except Jingi in Florence. Jingi yeah. didn't run yeah. Florence. And then he, I mean, he took Yaku to the line at Worlds. So maybe that gets yeah. you to. Was Yaku ranked two? Fourth. Okay, no, that doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make any sense, right? No, that's so He didn't stupid. run any quick times this year, though, did if he? You're d- if, you've won, if you're world champ twice, how the fuck are you not winning that ranking? I yeah. guess they maybe they have some criteria where they're like, you have to run more than one. Because yeah. yes. I guess Jakob only raced <laughs> one. He can't be from <laughs> well, two. 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 <laughs> he's in finals. Maybe they're just penalized. Maybe they just don't not. like him because he's got tattoos as well. Maybe it's an old panel where they're like, yeah. Well, this is interesting then. So what was the 1500? Was Jakob first in the 15, I imagine? He was. Yeah. Josh Kerr would not be happy. He's ranked Where was third. Yeah, where's third? Behind our boy Yared. Yeah. Yared second? Second. I mean, I, I feel like that's valid. That's because yeah. of the mile? Yeah. Keep, keep saying. You know, you know what? They, they do take head-to-head into account. So, I guess in the 1500, they have a lot of nice head-to-head yeah. matchups. To I mean, Yared beat Josh. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. What, what's Ollie at? I'm not ranked. 
Oli not ranked this nah. year. Because I didn't I didn't run the rest of the year. He was fourth two years previously. Mario yeah. sixth. Reynold seventh. George Mills eighth. Gawley ninth. George Mills got in. Cole Hocker rounding out top ten. Yeah, okay. 1,500 would have been pretty hard to do this year. I think he was so much like back and forth and mm. so many the races. 5K is ridiculous. The yeah, it took us through tenth, the 5K. 10th yeah. ranked athlete has a PR of 1,240. <laughs> Flat. That's scary. Jacob <laughs> That's wow. crazy. He's literally run 1,240 and he's ranked 10th. Making Always the list at yeah. num- Luis, number five. Nice. Luigi. Good. And otherwise, Yoma for Jacob Crump. Hagos, Aragawi, Chiptagai, Elahun, African. A lot of Ethiopians. Ethiopia dominating the 5K rankings. Mm. Is, is there a 3K on there? No. There is There's not. a 10K, isn't there? And what about the steeple, George? Ten, um, steeple? George is ranked seventh. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. That's awesome. When did you? When was your first steeple last year? April. It's pretty good. It's sick. Getting on yeah. that list is a big, like I would say, life achievement. Yeah, yeah. my dad. My dad has it. I didn't realize it was yeah. like the list, and they are. They like have the list from it's like 1948 until wow. 2023. Yeah. Like it's so cool, and it's a. It's not like a changing list. Like they just make the list. Like and then you're on that list for first week. First week of January, every year, and then that's it for the year, and then that's it. Mm. It's just like I how like the year that. ends. You got to get that printed out. Just me and Ruji Mura, only non-Africans making the steeple list. Well, tough should list. world number one, they run in a different jersey, right? Like a different single usually. Well, that's just world champ and Olympic they champ. They should. That would be cool. That's, like just yellow jersey. Nike, that's just one Nike. That's just a Nike. Nike and Adidas yeah. does it a bit. I think they should. Most, like brands are jumping, most brands are jumping onto that thing now. Like I'm pretty sure. Puma probably has some cool stuff. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen. I think Mondo, Mondo has something. a wears a different jersey. I, it's a it's a cool thing, but it's also a bit of a con because brands are controlling it. Yeah. Like the World Athletics should have stepped in there and been like, regardless of brand, like you wear this sort of jersey with your brand logo, that would be sick. Did yeah. Wade Van Niekerk win the 400 at Worlds? I'm going to say no. I didn't think he did. I cannot remember. Essentially, the 400, the 800, 1500, and the 5K all ranked number one by someone who didn't win Worlds. Do you think each singlet should have... Like your singlet should be Australian singlets for on, and yours should be New Zealand. For f- just better for following. Maybe the flag. I think it'd be cool to have the flag in yeah. there, and then also I think it'd be cool if they could incorporate cycling's like national champ jersey somehow. The, the colours for world champion, like also. some stripe yeah. or something on I think it that so. signified like European champ or national champ. Because like the five k is just like fifteen Nike same singlet, so yeah, it sucks to watch. I mean, you got to pivot yeah. and you got to fucking put in the pipeline, and <laughs> never gonna happen. What about like a name <laughs> printed on it? Yeah, I it think country's good though because people don't know names that aren't following it. Yeah, they have rules. Uh, what are th- they have that rules makes about what you can print on the like Americans jersey. would love to see Americans and just follow Americans. It'd be so cool if they could print your name on it, and then that would be like there would be uniform somehow, like rules set by World Athletics. But I guess they would never do that because every meet wants to put their sponsors on the bib that they give you. Yeah. I guess we often have our name on the bib. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. yeah that true. would be funny if you just have beamish beamish. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just look <laughs> well, maybe on the back. I just love Something. the old school singlets, the little Kiwi Kiwi flag. Or they had that? The, the old Olympic singlets. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love those. They're just the classic ones. Yeah. We the Australian one's cool because it just has the crest on it. Yeah. yeah. It would be quite cool something on the back, like a little country thing. Because mm. they well, do always list your country, even if, like if you race in a Diamond League yeah. or something. Yeah, you're obviously exactly. not running for your country, but they always list. Yeah. 
Even like the, the kit that Stewie had after pre is like a looks Australian. Oh, yeah, he started racing in the different colours after yeah. that. I like that. Yeah, I asked that him about it. That was for having cool. the world. So I, I think he had the world lead in the mile, so they it gave the it to him. Lead. And then he asked Nike uh, afterwards, he's like, hey, like this matches like my country colours. Can I keep yeah. wearing it? And they said, yeah, they yeah. said, nah. Wait, yeah, that no. was a good season. But he asked like the next year as well. Like he wanted yeah, to keep wearing it. Yeah, he wanted to keep wearing now. it. They said no. But the rest of the year, he could wear it. So like he was like, and it was pretty cool because he had like, you could tell like, it, was a, it kind of felt Australian. Yeah, everyone loved him that year from that, I reckon. Well, he fucking and he was on the front. He was also yeah. running very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was and at just the front. More he was it. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. so good. Blonde yeah. hair, bright yellow jersey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that <laughs> kid's definitely from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Those initiatives are sick. It'd just be cooler if they were more uniform and people understood what was going on. Because like, I didn't even know that he was, had that jersey for being like the world I lead. had to ask him. I didn't even know like, either. And if we don't know that, then who knows? I was literally in the race. I was in the race, didn't know, and then I asked him afterwards. And I'm like, wow, yeah. if I knew before, it would have been cool as a fan. Yeah. So, track and field news, please, please uh, make that free. <laughs> and uh, congratulations for George, number seven in the steeple. Yeah, that's which awesome. did, it's, it's sad that that isn't like bigger news because I didn't know that until right now, which is like crazy because that should be such a big deal. That is a, a massive Huge deal. achievement. So, yeah, congrats. We got a bit of a lightning round in terms of news stories just to cover a bit quickly. We, it's kind of crazy that this is now entering our lightning round, but like that this piece of news is in our lightning round. Courtney Ferrick's leaving Bowman. She's mm. like one of the you, best. You in know the that world. game? Guess who? It's like that. You just <laughs> Courtney Ferrick's. Yeah, she's like it's literally just we're yeah. playing guess who. Does she have blonde hair? And was she the Olympic silver medalist? <laughs> Courtney Ferrick's. Yep. How many are left on the team now? Not many. Four people. Supposedly three women, but I'm pretty sure one of them. Definitely doesn't live in Portland. Chris, I think she lives in Melbourne. Is it Carissa, Christine, uh, Andrea? Uh, but I, but yeah. isn't, doesn't she live in Australia? I thought she was coached by Nick. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought too. Justin Knight just moved there, so I don't Justin know. Justin Knight. The man has a few Hicks. more. Yeah. McGordy, Knight. McGordy. Jaeger. Yeah. Uh, Mo. Mo Med. Yeah, which is Half nice. Marathon yeah, this nice, week. nice transition. Oh, at Houston? Mm-hmm. Nice. Galen, Galen versus Mo. Oh, he's running as well. Yeah. That'd be sick, actually. That's a nice kind of like old like Bauman versus project. Old mm. school rivalry in the sport. Yeah, that is good. So that'll be sick to see. And then uh, on the women's side, we have teammate. Mm. We have a teammate, Helen O'Berry, in there. Yeah. I'm so excited to see how she'll... I mean, every time she runs, it's it's threatening like world. I mean, in, <laughs> in, in my, in my head, it's just like, it's not the, not the matter of like, if she's going to win, it's by how much. Yeah. Like that's she's how I'm thinking all the time. Crushing lately too. But that's absolutely that's, no taper whatsoever. That's why I'm so 20 miles with clicker on Tuesday, like working out on the track last night. That's that same ripping. workout. That yeah. looked, that looked pretty that, crazy. That's my thing is her training recently has been just like the team training. And I'm shocked because we're doing rep 200 reps and I'm just wondering how many other like top of the world marathoners are doing like 200 reps on the track with like yesterday she was linking up with Sage. Yeah. 800 meter, run, 157, <laughs> 800 meter runner on the track, ripping them with, I, I think it's a great thing to see. And I'm, I'm very excited to see how it translates into the road performances, but it's just so funny to see that she's just like, she's fully part of like all the sessions and stuff. So, so she's, she's racing this weekend and did the 2k workout last night that you did. Yeah, I believe she did. I think she did yeah. that same one. Yeah, and and then the workout, workout before that was two hundreds and hills. Yeah, well, that was a big <laughs> workout. I saw that one. It looked yeah. good. Yeah, we had, we had a good one. So first time on the indoor tracks, so that was fun. 
But yeah, very excited to see the Houston half results. So he's a generally pretty quick race and it's there's a lot of big names. I think Pat Tunin is racing it actually. I forgot about that. I don't know how it works, but has he this is like a question who I don't know if any of us know the answers to this. Probably Jamie, if anyone. How close is he to qualifying the marathon for the Olympics? Do you know, he, is, is he got to get ranking points from this or something to push him in? I don't know about half. I yeah. know that he had one marathon last year. Didn't he like 2.11? Solid marathon. And like, but there's like a I, bunch of Aussies I, at that. I don't know if a half counts. It doesn't? I think <laughs> you I need two fulls to he, count. He's going to need a full because he got Brett's got 2.08. I think it does count though because I, people were saying like, Based really? on Galen Rupp's performance, it'll influence. Really? Oh. It'll influence like USA. Yeah, you'd want to run it. I could be wrong. Quick one. Yeah. Uh, I could be. I wrong. don't know. That, and Liam Adams has run a two eight as well. So we looked recently. Yeah, Aussies good. Me and Ollie were looking, and there were a lot of Aussies in the rankings. Mm. I want to say like eight oh, so for the good. marathon. A lot of yeah. Aussies oh, I didn't so expect to be there. To be honest. Yeah. We, Maybe we, we looked recently. Yeah. It was like eight or nine Aussies were in the. Whatever. And I, just, I looked at it, I was like, how the fuck is that guy qualified? But it's 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 the marathon. Like I think they just have like that big window and if you've run that time, that's that's in that kind yeah. of window. Well, also the last person in was like three hundred and fifty something and yeah. they only take eighty five. Yeah. Interesting. But there's like 150 Japanese guys yeah. <laughs> that have run 205, 205 or and 150 like Kenyans and Ethiopians. Crazy. So then you take out <laughs> the after the top three of them, and then you can go you pretty far down the list. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Crazy. So that'll be a good one to, to follow along with. Love watching a good half. And final lightning round piece of news, a sad one. Emma Bates just pulled out of the Orlando U.S. Uh, Olympic trials, member of the Coffee Club Track Club. So mm. really sad to see. She's been dealing with some planter issues. Well, she's back healthy now, which is really good to see. But she was out since Chicago for quite a few months i think coming back from a, a planter issue so did she do that in the race yeah yeah it sucked really and had some post-tip coming back yeah post-tip sucks fun. we but we all know us three know about that <laughs> good old like post-tip eight years of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah no fun at all so will was the only reason that fixed me with that really got rid of my athletics and that was pretty much it dude our gen, I don't know, maybe it's like specifically our generation. I think like orthotics like killed us. <laughs> in Australia, I, I don't know about America, but Australia was like, even as a swimmer, I was a swimmer and my coach put me in orthotics. And I was yeah. like, I was running orthotics. Yeah. Did your swim coach put you in or yep. just running? Yeah. Swim coach put me in orthotics. They wanted to keep your knees aligned and, and then <laughs> yes. it just screwed my running. And then it 10 years makes you so fractures. weak. Yeah. But it made podiatrists super rich. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so it was a good money making. I got rid scheme. of it, and I got. I thought I had a stress fracture, and then Will's like, "It's impossible. You're doing forty k a week," and then got rid of him, and no pain in a week, and I haven't had pain in three years now. Yeah. So what if you do scam, if you but if you do wear them and they work for you, then yeah, like we're not saying like you shouldn't wear them, yeah. but we're just saying from where we sit, from from four from four guys, three of them professional runners, and one of them is now running back from not wearing them. Didn't work for us. Yeah. It's just, you just got to get stronger somehow. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, I think it's time for the coffee cauldron. We'll play this. Is it working? <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you very much. This is feeling way more sad than I thought. It, was. <laughs> it feels it's like a different. cauldron. Oh, it's supposed to be spooky <laughs> and the smoke's coming up we'll, and the cauldron's we'll coming work up. On, we'll work on it. Soundboard <laughs> in process. But thank you so much it's again right. to everyone who did contribute and we've been getting some voice memos and i think going forwards if you do send a voice memo you're much more likely to get on the show because we'll just play you yeah and we haven't we haven't listened to any of these yet so um here's here's coffee cauldron guest number one 
Hey, Coffee Club. Okay, I'm going to stay anonymous as this question's a little bit different than what you're used to, maybe. But I'm looking for some love advice. <laughs> I have a Experts. huge crush on this professional runner who just moved here to Park City. And I need to know <laughs> how to get in his sphere. Um, a little bit of background, if that helps. He's super handsome, very smart. He's West Coast Ivy educated. He's very, su- very sweet and genuine. And uh, he recently left his coach and his team. So I'm thinking he must be lonely. So I need to know if you have any tips for how to get into his pod, if you know what I mean. Because I think that I could be his lucky charm. Any ideas for how to cross paths with him or maybe a DM suggestion? Help. Sincerely, Unrequited in Utah. Oh, God. Tom, Tom really set us up good there. Shout out to Tom. Shout out for whoever sent that in. That's the best thing I've ever heard. That's one of the highlights of Coffee Club in recent memory. Oh I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Any guesses who it is? <laughs> Any, take, take a wild guess who, oh. could, who that could be. It's funny. We were just talking about this before the podcast. Wow. Fuck me. Do you know our recurring joke about Grant's girls? I, a little bit when I listen okay, to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is... We need this, a Grand School soundtrack. This is a Grand School. We <laughs> We're fuck me. Yeah. All right. Ollie? <laughs> Man, I'm in shock. I, I mean, Ollie already has the solution in a way. It's just mm. in production still. Well, I need the budget. Yeah. Gus has been a bit of an well, asshole about this, it. She's obviously making the show. She'll <laughs> be on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. You're 100%, on the show. 100%. But I got to get some fucking funds from, from Gus McLovin. But... Maybe, we, but while we while we got the time now, we could maybe help her and potentially ruin the show by maybe getting them together. Yeah, um, it'd be like one of those situations. This is a hard thing. I've met Grant on a few occasions, all lovely occasions. Well, we don't know it's Grant for sure. Yeah, no, we? No, no, no. <laughs> we don't know. Let, let's just let's just use it as a Grant lookalike. Look, someone that is very someone, someone that's very similar to Grant that trains like him. That looks like the him. fact that she said West. I think she said West, West Coast, Coast Ivy, Ivy educated. Ivy educated. Ivy. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like Grant's pretty pretty chill. We went to Red Rocks with him uh, one time. This, this just, a, we're just using Grant as an example. We don't know if it's Grant, but we went to Red Rocks with him. He likes to have a good time. He likes music. So that might help our caller. Maybe this bloke also likes music. Um, maybe you could offer to go to a concert with him, maybe a bit chill because he could be in hard training. Um, but are we suggesting a DM or are we suggesting like run into him at a local... Park City. I, I think that is somebody like a local track. Somebody <laughs> like show up to the track and oh, you're here. Somebody that's Ivy League trained. <laughs> Ivy League trained. Somebody that's had that that whole criteria. They've probably got a lot of DMs. Yeah. I would say they've probably got a very very festering. Sounds like your guy is quite the bachelor. Quite so. the bachelor. Yeah. I would avoid the DMs. Followers. I would avoid the DMs. I would go to him in person. Maybe don't go too hard first off. Don't rip the bandaid off straight away. Peel it. Just introduce yourself. And say, hey, like, if you ever need to get any, you're new to Utah, you want to get a coffee or you need any recs, any recommendations, let me know. And then after that, you'll see him again at the track because he sounds like he's going to be there a lot. And then maybe after that, you can say, hey, I've got this 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 band, um, Coldplay, is playing. You want to go see Coldplay? <laughs> Coldplay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he listens to, but whatever. Maybe that that's, could be a good option. I feel like introduce yourself first, get a vibe, offer, offer recommendations. Uh, to Utah, like, like there's good coffee shops, there's good bagel shop, there's a good. I feel like that's always a good way to break the ice. To say, hey, like, massive fan of of your Ivy League uh, education. Um, 
There's a really good coffee shop here, good racks, you know, I'm going for coffee now if you want to come. Stuff like that, man. Do you reckon, That's solid. Do you reckon that, first off, yeah, I really like the, I like the long game and just like turning up to the track at the same time. Mm. I think that's like the good entry point. Do you reckon that they, she pretends that she doesn't know who he is? No. That's a good play. No, <laughs> that is a good play though. No, no, I think she if should you're say. you're at the track though. The thing is though, if you're at the track, you would. Not necessarily. How many times yeah. is she turning up to the track to be there at the I same time? I think she makes sure that every time he's at the track, she's at the she's track. She's going to be there every day for a week to figure <laughs> it out. The problem, is, the problem is, if it all turns out well and they start dating and then he finds out about oh, this and she lied to him and said she didn't know who he was, that could hurt Grant. Grant's, Grant's a guy who's having te- his integrity. I think he's worth Integrity. That's what Grant is, integrity. So I don't so think... So did he move... Is, it, is this person... That. Did they say Park City or Salt Lake? So Park City. Actually Park City? Yeah. Park City. Is that where Centro is? So we didn't have mm. to we didn't have to confirm or deny that news because this she came up with it. She she she, 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 she told me she, she actually told it. me the other day. <laughs> it was her. She told me. No, I I think he, she should say hi. Um, there can't you be gra- that many tracks. Said, yeah, hi, are you Grant Fisher. I I don't think she should lie. I think she should be genuine about it because I think Grant's a guy that seems pretty nice and and, and a genuine person. And having a genuine genuine response with someone I think would be more effective than saying like pretending to not know who he is because yeah, you just can't you can't keep that up but don't make like too big of a deal out of mm. it yeah just yeah, yes before yes. the workout or after the workout don't ask for his autograph <laughs> <laughs> after the workout not before <laughs> when he's happy when yeah. he does like really good splits like just be yeah. like oh that's like yeah my ex-boyfriend ran that as well it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that big of a deal yeah oh, amazing, amazing does she offer to take splits <laughs> actually that's, that's not a bad one maybe I think if that's she's maybe done with her run maybe maybe like a month in I don't think yeah. you can do that I think if you did that straight away that'd, that'd come off as a little bit too <laughs> keen yeah. yeah I've heard of people who do that have done that from Boulder I'm not going to say who but and, and that hasn't gone well, that well no. right. <laughs> that's like that's putting you like in the friend zone too quick if you do that yeah. too quickly I think yeah Grant, or the training partners Grant or this individual, mm-hmm. whoever he is, might misperceive that as being a friend. And yeah. you obviously want to be romantically involved with this uh, stud muffin. So I would say play the long game. You're right, yeah. Mugs. Well, thank you very much. I, I, I know that she was initially anonymous, but then she signed off as unrequited. Did anyone? <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Unrequited <laughs> something. <laughs> something. But I'm going to say that we crushed that one, so I'll give it a... Nope, sound effects are currently turned off. Good job, team. <laughs> All right, let's find number two. I don't know if I'm going to do this for everyone. I like it. Hello, Coffee Cauldron. This is Jack, also known as the San Diego Hobby Jogger. Shout out I'm to curious Discord. curious Big Dog's history with the rest days. I'm trying out running seven days a week with my easy days being incredibly easy. How long did it take for you all to develop to running every day of the week? And do you see this being beneficial for hobby joggers? Thanks, boys, and have a very rich day. <laughs> yes. I lost track of how many references. What does that mean to have a rich yeah. day? <laughs> I don't know. Ritz. Amazing. I don't know, just a day that's full of adrenaline and, and fury and looking at Geordie's oiled-up calves is probably what he's thinking about. What an impression, by the way. He did that perfectly. Yeah, and it was a good question, too. It's a really interesting question. I think... That's a good question. Going around the uh, cauldron, uh, when did you guys start running every day? Do you remember? College. College? A couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> recent as well. Last I, two I think for me it was probably college as well. Yeah. I, my initial thought on this is running every day, especially as a hobby jogger, is mostly, it's not a necessity at all and it should just be based around the lifestyle that you want to live. I think, I mean, there's pro runners that take a day off. So it's from a performance standpoint, 
not necessary. Not necessary. But it just some people love the routine of running every day, and some people I think do feel better running every day. So I think it's more of a personal lifestyle choice. Yeah, I would say it's definitely not going to make you any more or less fit. Sometimes people have like a good response to the more consistent loading, if if the loading is going well. But yeah, I started running every day like literally a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and so that took me. Yeah, probably 10 years. <laughs> do you feel really bad, really shit on the day off when you did have a rest day? Because like my mm. days today, and I have a day off every second week, or every Monday, every second Monday, and I feel shocking on the, the day off. That's common. On the day off yeah. or the day after the day off? Like today, I feel oh. so bad. Yeah, the day after the day off is more yeah, common. But then I have a session tomorrow, so I'm going to feel pretty... You think you'll feel good for it? Pro- oh, so I'm hit and miss. <laughs> like I just feel real stiff on, my, on my day off. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would normally either cross train... Yeah, like if I, I cross train, I do feel better. Yeah. Just to move the blood around. Yeah. I think it is good to get out and do something. Yeah. Move the blood. Get that thick blood moving. I agree. Um, yeah. Well, this is this hits ho- uh, close to home for me, personally. My dad's been running every day. My dad's 62 years old. Shout out, Greg. Um, you know, lover of the sport, lover of running. He was just here in Colorado. He's trying to run every day. And me and Ritz had tried to convince him not to do that. He did take one day off. He did cross training. Went for a swim with me at uh, North Bottle Rec. I know Jamie's been hitting up that spot. Shout out. Um, but um, I told him it's like there's no benefit like for your running. But he said, no, but I love doing it. So I think mm. the hobby jogger that we're talking to is in the category of not improving his bef- performance. More or less just wanting to enjoy that part of life of being able to exercise, being able to go out for a run with your mates, being able to hobby jog. Um, I think that's probably what he means. Like, I think that's a good point. If you so want to, if you want to, want to do day. it, yeah, just be just like if you like you said, you're taking it really slow. Like, just make it more of a social thing. He also said easy day, easy, easy, easy day is easy. So mm. he's probably doing some sessions in there. Yeah, and he has a he clearly has a good concept. If he's saying like, yeah, I'm going to take this day really easy, you can ha- definitely still recover pretty well. Yes. doing that. Active. Yeah, I think the last like few months, I was nearly doing every, other than sessions days. Every day was too easy. I think. So I've had to pick it up a little bit because I think I was I just was not improving. <laughs> and then I started picking up. But I think if you're doing a double, that's going to be super slow. Mm. But maybe one or two days are super easy. Yeah. yeah. That's what we do in our schedule. Like most people on the team have, we have two kind of easy days and one more easy, like a special easy day, I guess. 35-minute jog. When today I run into you and then I, we pick it up because we're having so much fun talking. That was it does happen day. sometimes. Yeah. So... Yeah, I hope that helped. Thank you very much, Jack, San Diego Hobby Jobber, for the question. And I hope that you enjoyed the answer. Okay, final one for today. Let's see what we got. Okay, so this is like a two-part question. Question number one, how do I find a friend who ideally, like, I would actually talk to IRL, who also listens to the Coffee Club pod because I am a mom as you guys would say, a mum. <laughs> I'm 33, and my social life has just gone down the drain. I basically train alone. Like, I don't have a lot of childcare or time. I know one guy to talk to about running stuff, but I don't think he's ever going to listen to your podcast. And, yeah. I mean, not to take um, your advice column away from you, but maybe you guys could be like, hey, if anyone lives in Decatur, Georgia, let us know because you have a fellow listener nearby. Anyways... Um, part number two of the question is I have this ongoing knee issue 
and I am doing rehab, blah, blah, blah. But I'm also just going for this 5K because it's inspiring me to do all my like rehab junk. And it's like a fun, creative thing to work on. But basically, if you could only run 15 to... Hopefully, I'll be doing 20, but so far, I've only gotten up to 16 because of pain. But if you could only run 16 miles a week, and yeah, I can cross train, but like not a ton, a ton, because I don't have tons of time with the baby and stuff. But if you can, I can like cross train maybe like uh, 45 minutes a day. So how would you structure your training if that was the case? Thanks. Um, You guys are awesome. I love your podcast. It's definitely my favorite ever you super funny and keep everything real, which is what I think what I like the best. Anyways, thanks. <laughs> well, thank you very much for the kind message. Um, two very different questions. Yeah. Uh, part one. Um, well, she, I I hope someone else picked up on where she said she was from because I did not. Somewhere in Georgia. Yeah. It's like Some- Dakota, Dakota, Dakota. Dakota, Georgia. I mean, there'll be somebody that picks it up on the podcast. Please comment. I, uh, um, if you're from there, you probably picked yeah, it up. Yeah, picked it up, but. For the part one question, she's, you know, join the Discord. Lo- lo- <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, low thirties mom. Like maybe join the Discord. I know it sounds a bit weird because there's probably people on there that are a bit younger, but I don't think they're that much younger. Yeah, I think older. She, she's there's running alone older. too, right? Yeah, I would join she a, has a team mate. if you could. See, well, she has a mate. Was, that was my that was my takeaway. I was like, I mean, I love that you're looking for someone that specifically runs for the podcast. That sorry, that Did specifically this. listens to the podcast, and I hope that you can find that. But I would just just find a local squad to run. Yeah, I would go to, um, run, is it Runner's Roost? No. What's the run, the run, Boulder running store that it's a new name? Fleet. Fleet, Fleet. Fleet Fleet. Fleet Fleet. They've got a run group at no, I don't know, Sam, my roommate goes to. Well, she doesn't live here though. Oh. She lives in Georgia. <laughs> yeah. is, I mean, there go is to a running store. Go there to, is a yeah. chain though. Yeah. So, yeah, go I to the running store. In there. She, might, she might be able to find a place where she can run and who knows, maybe she, going into a running environment, maybe they'll be the one of 20 person that listens to the podcast. And actually, and if they don't, yeah. introduce them to yeah. it. They might <laughs> yeah, like it. exactly. Or introduce the squad maybe when she turns All up. those running stores have a uh, have a running group. Yeah. yeah. Not. Running yeah. store. That's going to be the I way. I would store their sales on. Yeah. Discord, <laughs> exactly. Discord or uh, or join a running group and then you could spread it and see if uh, people like it. I mean, that bloke that doesn't want to listen to the podcast, that's a bit of a shame. He probably yeah. listens to Sit and Kick, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Yeah. That kind of guy. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I definitely find a local running squad, and yeah. then you can get them to listen to the podcast after. And yeah, the running the running store I think is the way to move, go. I don't I have no idea what your town is like, but uh, it sounds it's so much harder to do it on your own. Mm. And respect to you for juggling all the things that you do currently juggle and continue to train on your own because that's very hard to do. Definitely, definitely. And part two, the knee issue. Yeah. What, can we what was the question exactly in simple was it the best way to structure 16 mile week of training and cross training cross training of 45 minutes because she doesn't have much time with the baby and she has a 5k that she's super inspired to do but she's dealing with a knee issue I'm hoping that she has time for treatment can't believe I am the one saying this but treatment would be like ideal in that situation get treatment if you can it's funny because since I think Emma Bates might have come on your pod or somewhere and she stopped seeing people. Yeah. And I was the same and I haven't been injured since. <laughs> so I'm like, I oh. think a massage is really good. Well, when you, yeah, when you're going good, maybe not as much yeah. treatment, but with this knee issue, surely, hopefully. Although, that's a lie. I see Sue, the yeah. kneeling lady. She's awesome. Yeah. But no, I, I would say the cross training, 45 minutes, that's a lot of time. Are you, I do, I need to like 30 minute cross training session. I get straight in on the bike and I'll do one minute on, one minute off for like 20 minutes, five minute warm up, warm down and that. That's good. Then I get in the sauna. That's pretty good. Very efficient. Yeah, it is efficient. Just get in. I like that use of time. 
Yeah, it's like I used to do like two, three hours on the bike, and I feel like you can get them all out of the VO two sessions. Do you go hard? I go hard. Yeah. I guess that, yeah. If you if you got limited time cross training, but you're also not running that much, if you're going to cross train, may as well do it pretty hard. Yeah, you get a lot because <laughs> you're not going to get suggestion. injured on the bike. Really, you could get some things, but not really. And then, mm. I mean, that's that's the best one for me, or elliptical. Yeah. So is. Is the way we're interpreting this such that she's currently not able to do running workouts? Maybe not, not too much. Because of the knee issue? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, then what you're suggesting I think is perfect. You, yeah. you try to achieve like your hardest stuff on the bike and then for running you just see how much you can do and hopefully you can build back up to doing running workouts yeah. as well. If you're doing only 60 miles a week, then I would imagine most of that you could do in the form of workouts. Mm. And then you could reverse it and then your cross training could be just – Easy aerobic stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can get fit cross training. You did it a lot, didn't you? Or you still do? I did, and when I was in college, I would always do far legs, like yeah. on the elliptical, just to make the time go yeah, by. Yeah, just make yeah. it more fun. I'd <laughs> always just do like, i just pick like random numbers, like either one, two, three, four, five, or like yeah. two on, one off, minute on, minute I off. I always just pick something. the Monaghetti far like, leg. Yeah, just yeah. The Monas. <laughs> the Monas like, doesn't even matter what it is, but something to like spice up the monotony. Yeah. Yeah. Mentally make it way easier. And yeah. it would go by so much quicker. Yep, I agree. Yeah. 45 minutes, that's a lot of time for a cross train, so yeah. get your fitness there. Yeah, so hopefully we uh, we we helped you. Offered, offered, some, offered some decent <laughs> advice with those. Seed of wisdom. And yeah, definitely reach out to people around you because it just, it just makes the sport so much funner, that sense of community. But yeah, thank you very much for submitting that, uh, that voice memo. Tick, that's the Coffee Cauldron done for today. Once again, thank you to everyone who did submit them, both in writing and voice memo form. We still have a lot to get through, which we will continue to do. But I think that is mostly it for today's episode. We do still have a very, very special announcement, which is the winner of the Gus Plushie. We had close to 100 entries, so thank you so much. Reading through the comments on the YouTube and just seeing everyone's New Year's resolutions was very enjoyable. I hope you guys enjoyed going through them as well and just seeing like I don't know just very wholesome inspiring just mm, everyone's on there great intentions going that. into the year uh, funny enough the first person who was picked to win didn't follow Elise on Instagram <laughs> so they did not meet the criteria of, that's uh, devastating <laughs> yeah. they had a good resolution but they didn't unfortunately you say who that was just I, uh, call it out <laughs> <laughs> they would be name and shame them name and shame them but who did win was I believe Mr. Elliot Hughes and his resolution was to be the best teammate that he can on and off the track and perform at a level where he can make everyone and himself proud, which good is just a nice... Good for the sport. Yeah. Good That's for the Congratulations. <coughs> yeah. And uh, we'll reach out to you and um, yeah, get uh, get your details so we can send over this little gussy to you. But yeah, thanks again to everyone who, who submitted. It was an awesome man. If you guys do want us to do any more giveaways, just kind of let us know in the comments um, if you have any ideas for them, any topics or anything that you'd like us to give away because we would love to keep doing them. It was fun, fun and enjoyable. Um, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the audience out there? No, that was that was pretty fun to get on here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have much else to say. Any parting wisdom? How has your I'm on dry January, so I'm no... So when you're on a wet inside running podcast, they have like, they just shout people out every, every week and they, Moose said my name and he's like, I... Oh, they said I was living in Bold and he's like, he's not running, he's just partying. And then I was like, actually, he was pretty right. <laughs> so now I'm like trying to knuckle down and run. So dry January started with the whole house with Maddie and Sam and they're feeling good. Awesome. Sam yeah, is is. How about your ice 
bathing schedule. How's that looking these days? The last one we did. The ice plunges? <laughs> the ice plunges. Probably like the first week of December is fully covered in ice. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I'll do one if you want to do it. We could go break the ice down there. We should. We should get these boys in there as well. I, did you guys talk about it last week? Someone was doing an ice bath. I don't think we did. Maybe that was inside running. Your other, Jamie's though. got a good spot. Yeah, it's good. Jordy did with in the once. creek. Yeah, yeah. Up, up quite high up the canyon, or like just before the houses end. Yep. I'm interested in purchasing a plastic tub I so I can do it the, at home. Come to the creek. That's a lot of effort because you nice do it first walk. thing in the morning, right? Not oh, it was more, in the man. evening. <laughs> we did. We, the, we did it in the evening. Yeah. If we do it in the morning, we grab a coffee. You go sit in the ice bath, and it feels nice. If I had no schedule, mm. I would be there. Yeah. If I didn't have to get to practice at nine o'clock. Mm. If also, if I had a sauna, it would be nice because I can do the contrasting. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have yeah. access to Do you have a sauna one. here? I do. Yeah. And ice bath. But I don't have a creek. <laughs> yeah. Do I? No. There's a no. swamp down there. I don't want to get in that. <laughs> yeah. Near those soccer fields, there's that real dirty creek in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get desperate, really need a plunge. No, but... Jamie, thanks once again for coming yeah, thanks, on. Thanks, fellas. Hope you had a good time. And thank you very much, everyone, for listening. This is episode whatever number it is. And we will see you all next week.